Welcome back to my Songs to Chew podcast. I'm Peter Alsop, and today we'll listen to Chapter 2 of Stayin' Over. The first song we'll hear is Dear Mr. President. It was written by a wonderful friend of mine, Bob Blue. He wrote tons of songs for kids. He wrote it way back in 1984, and it's still very relevant today. I think part of why that happens is because most of us adults are basically kids in large-sized bodies, you see, and a lot of the elements that make us who we are as adults were there inside of us when we were kids. Maybe that's why we call schools for kids elementary schools. Of course, as we grew up, most of us learned things and got better at managing some of the things we didn't do so well as kids, things that maybe got us in trouble sometimes or that didn't work so well. Hopefully, even though we're adults now, we're still learning lessons from being alive, right? Okay, so let's go on with our learning. Here's Chapter 2 of Staying Over. I gotta finish my homework. What do you gotta do that's so important? Well, my teacher told me to write a letter to the President of the United States. Wow! Dear Mr. President, I am in second grade. My teacher thought that I should write this down for you. I don't know why he thinks that you'd be interested. You have so many things to do. Last week at Show and Tell, I shared my sticker book. And Michael Ergo said that he had one like mine. I said I had about 200 stickers now. He said he had 509. I got home after school, picked up my piggy bank, emptied it out, and then I laughed and put it down. I went to Favorite Things. It's like a sticker store. Maybe they have one in your town. I got more stickers than I probably should have got. I brought them home and then I stuck them in my book. It took me very long, like maybe half a day. Well, I'm not sure how long it took. I brought them all to school, and Michael laughed at me. He said at home he had a whole lot more than me. He said his father owns a sticker factory and brought him home 10,003. I called him a dirty liar. He called me something else, something my parents said a person shouldn't say. I told him, cut it out. He said, you make me stop. I hate when people talk that way. Then I hit Michael's arm. I know I shouldn't hit, but I was angry as an eight-year-old can be. He hit me back, of course. Soon we were fighting hard, me hitting him, him hitting me. My mouth was full of blood. His nose was bleeding, too. We had to talk about it instead of having Jim. We should have gone to Jim. The talk was really dumb. Him blaming me, me blaming him. I got home mad that day, threw out my sticker book. I don't know why I like those stickers anyway. You just keep buying them to say you have the most. That's such a boring thing to say. I save my money now. Soon I'll buy better stuff. Stuff that is useful, like a bicycle or sled. And Michael's friends with me showed me his sticker book. Not quite as many as he said. I cannot figure out why I am writing this. Maybe my teacher thinks that you have stickers too. Well, if you really do, why don't you throw them out? 
Sincerely, your friend, Tommy Drew. Did you bring your toothbrush? Yeah. Let's all brush our teeth at the same time. The bathroom's too small. Nuh-uh. <laughs> Stop pushing! This toothpaste needs Me too. My mom says brush, 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 and brush, brush, brush. <laughs> When you're in a hurry and time's flying past Sometimes you get mad cause I don't move so fast I'm still just a kid, being slow's not that bad Please listen a minute before you get mad Us kids brush our teeth the way that we do Because we are kids and we're different than you First, I must move the stool into just the right place Or I can't reach the sink and I can't see my face It's important to see just whose teeth I have brushed So I'm slow and I'm careful this step can't be rushed Then I turn on the faucet unless it's too tight Sometimes I need two hands to get it just right Cause water must trickle in just the right stream Not too hot or too cold but exactly between us kids brush our teeth the way that we do Because we are kids and we're different than you Next I take my toothbrush and make it all wet So the toothpaste will stick to it better I bet Or maybe it's just to wash old germs away I don't know for sure why but kids do it this way Maybe it's cause when a toothbrush is dry The toothpaste can splatter and get in your eye And make spots on the mirror So do not forget When you load on your toothpaste Your brush must be wet Then I stick out my tongue And I taste the toothpaste Cause there might be some bad tasting stuff in its place You must not forget this Because if you do Well you might end up brushing your teeth with shampoo Next I squish up the tube in the middle and make A big mess on the sink with a long skinny snake Kids must do their duty and do this Because it's important to follow kid toothbrushing laws As kids brush our teeth the way that we do Because we are kids and we're different than you Now the easiest part is brushing the teeth I rub it upstairs and around underneath And I wiggle and wobble the edge of my gums And sweep out the leftover pieces of crumbs Then I blow a big bubble and dribble my spit All foamy and white down the drain like a pit And I count all the pieces of food that I clean Fill my mouth up with water and squirt little streams That rinse out the sink and spray rivers and rain and wash all those boot pieces right down the drain Next I rinse off the toothbrush, I get all of the suds Then give my old toothbrush five solid thuds On the edge of the sink like I'm playing a drum It won't knock all the drops off, but it'll knock some Wipe my face with a towel, put my toothbrush away Then get a dry shirt, put the wet one away Us kids brush our teeth the way that we 
always faster For you, so it's better And I'm just a kid now, but I won't be forever My face in my mirror looks just like yours did If you look in your mirror, you can still see that kid And us kids brush our teeth the way that we do Because we are kids and we're different than you Yes, us kids brush our teeth the way that we do Because we are kids Okay, into bed, and I'll sing you a song. Do the hippo one! <laughs> yeah, about if someone's your friend, it doesn't matter how they look. Okay, you ready? Yeah! If you love a hippopotamus and you love her a lot of us, she will be your friend. That can be mighty handy now and then. If you're stuck outside and the door on the house won't budge Your friend the hippo can lean on it and give it an extra nudge If you love a hippopotamus and you love her a lot of us She will be your friend and that can be mighty handy now and then Get one for yourself and one for her too If you love a hippopotamus and you love her a lot of musk She will be your friend and that can be mighty handy now and then something wrong with them. Yeah, nobody's perfect. Well, there might be a perfect person out there somewhere, but do any of us really even know what perfect really is? I mean, for instance, I might think this is a perfect place and time to end our Songs to Chew podcast for today, and you might think, nope, 
Not perfect, Peter. Just play one more song. That would be perfect. I don't want to wait until next week to hear the next song. Come on, Peter. Please. It's not perfect. Now I hate to wait. You don't have to wait. You can go right now to my website at peterallsup.com and download my Staying Over album. But you'd have to pay for that. And right now, this podcast is free. So go ahead. Buy all my albums if you want. My point is simply that what seems perfect to one person isn't perfect for another person. It's imperfect. So I try to look out for words like perfect and imperfect because those kind of words are judgmental and they can be really confusing, right? Kind of like the words good and bad, they're judgmental too. Like if a hungry fox tries to catch a rabbit and the rabbit gets away, is it a good day or a bad day? How do I judge the day? I think if you're the fox, it's probably a bad day because you're going to be hungry later. But if you're the rabbit, it's probably a very good day, right? Because you got away. The day gets labeled good or bad depending on who you are and what you wanted to happen. So I try not to label things, especially people, because labeling people is just exactly like the name-calling stuff we just heard about on the Hippopotamus song. We need to be careful about how we use names and labels to describe other people. Words or phrases like too short or too fat or too dark or too old can create problems for others because when people hear these kinds of labels about themselves, well... Sometimes they start to believe that there is something wrong with themselves, and there is not. So I try not to use words like that. I like to use words that lift people up. Maybe we can all think about that and chew on that song idea for a while and maybe pay attention to how we talk to other people. Then we can see if our words about them lift them up or put them down. I've even got another song on this album about a little kid who thinks he's perfect. It's called Arg, but that's not until chapter four. So you'll still have to wait to hear that one. But don't worry we got a bunch of other songs we can chew on next week when we do Chapter 3 of Staying Over. So thanks for stopping by. Oh, and that last song, If You Love a Hippopotamus, it was written by Connie Caldor. She's a wonderful singer-songwriter from Canada. And our tuba player on that song was the world-renowned Roger Bobo. He lived in my hometown, Topanga, back when I recorded Staying Over, and he was nice enough to come down to the studio and record with us. So please spread the word and tell your friends about this Songs to Chew podcast. I'm Peter Ossop, and I'll see you all next week. Bye for now.